Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXB and today is the 14th of November 2023 and to be honest guys, the global cryptocurrency market is not looking good in comparison to the last few days and I'll go ahead and give my reasoning as to why that thing has happened. Now listen guys, since the last 24 hours there was news circulating that BlackRock has actually gone ahead and filed for an XRP ETF Now looks like that was 100% fake news guys and because of that news, the global cryptocurrency market now is on a downtrend and apart from that news, there is also CPI numbers that will be released later on today. And because of that anticipation, I'm pretty much sure the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the global cryptocurrency market is significantly going to be impacted. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss this. And look out, it's so critical. Whenever you look at that information, let's say from the cryptocurrency world or in the world of politics as well, we look at information from the first source. And look out, what I personally believe is we live in a world where having a lot of information is not important. Getting information from first sources and the amount of fake news that has been circulated can have absolutely massive consequences because of the fake news regarding iShares XRP Trust. The price of XRP definitely pumped up by well over 5%. But once they identified it as fake news, the prices started to go down. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that. But the second reason guys as to why the global cryptocurrency market is going down is because the CPI numbers that is the consumer price index numbers will be out and it's going to be really interesting to see what the inflation numbers are and because of both these reasons guys the global cryptocurrency market is definitely not looking good it is definitely looking better than the entire rest of the year but in comparison say since the last few days it is definitely on a downward trend so it's going to be really interesting to see how the market actually reacts once the CPI numbers are out. So we'll definitely go out and touch base on that. And guys, unfortunately, in the world of Bitcoin OGs, we have some unfortunate news. And that is to do with Swan Bitcoin. And they have actually gone ahead and said no to mixing services. And looks like a lot of the Bitcoin OGs and mixing service providers are definitely not happy about it. Now look guys, at a certain point of time, you do have to go out and make a decision. Do you go out and follow your principles and ethics of Bitcoin? Or do you comply with regulations and looks like Swan Bitcoin has chosen to do the latter. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that. Now guys regarding Ethereum, we have some really interesting matrix and unfortunately it is not a good one. And one of the smart contracts that is ERC4337 has been on a downtrend ever since it was launched. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that. And looks like less than 10% of them are still being used. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that. And guys, finally, we have some news from France. And there was a survey which was done in France that talks about the investment sentiments so far as cryptocurrency is concerned in France. And guys, cryptocurrency is the second most popular investment asset in France. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that. So we'll definitely go ahead and touch base on what that survey is. And guys, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, I'm going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. And the first news, guys, is more to do with central bank digital currency. And the news is that the Bank of Russia is planning to create a digital ruble payment system with the United Arab Emirates. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss this. And the second news, guys, is to do with Metaverse. And this, to be honest, is a massive news. And the news essentially is that Deva, that is Dubai Electricity and Water Authority, is partnering with Avaya on Metaverse customer experience in the UAE. Now look how so far as Diva is concerned, they have definitely been adaptive and have always been open to new ideas of technology and even artificial intelligence. And to be honest guys, when you talk about the government of UAE, they're definitely pro-technology, definitely want to go out and experiment things 
and I very specifically remember during the hype of NFTs, even the Dubai police launched their NFTs and I do believe they launched two series of NFTs as well. But in today's episode, we'll definitely go ahead and discuss the partnership news between Deva, that is Dubai Electricity and Water Authority and Avaya, so definitely interesting news. So quite a lot of cover cars in today's episode, so let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto and Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the blockchain DXP journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced Media Cars is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DJI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they're focusing on three P's. That is people, planet and prosperity. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing guys. They also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so guys, they also have an AMT scholarship 
with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing and hosting training workshops, seminars and community events that educate, inform and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing if you do want to support this channel. You go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, listen guys, there are three things I'm absolutely passionate about. One is death metal, ice cold beer, and the third one is extreme sports, and that is tough murder. And tough murder guys is a series of obstacle and mud runs that'll push your physical and mental limits without the pressure of competition. It's essentially a community that is built on teamwork and overcoming obstacles where stepping outside of your comfort zone is the actual reward. And my big question is guys, when was the last time you did something wild for the very first time? Now listen guys, Tough Mudder Arabia has a formidable team and Tough Mudder Arabia guys is putting across a series of events this year and next year. And if you're someone who is in Dubai, there are two days of back-to-back Tough Mudder events as well that takes place on the 11th and the 12th of November at the iconic Jebel Ali race. Now listen guys, there are different distances as well. You have 5km, you have 10km and you also have Tough Mudder for kids as well. Now so far as the Tough Mudder 5k is concerned, it's featuring 13 of the famous teamwork inspired obstacles crammed into 5k course and so far as 10k is concerned, it has 20 of the world's famous obstacles to tackle. So what I'd really recommend you to do is guys, go to the Instagram of Tough Mudder, give them a follow and listen guys, if you do want to score a discount, the discount is RACESPACE15 and the link for the discount is in the show notes below. I hope I get to see you there guys, cause to be honest on the 11th and 12th, it's going to be my 25th and the 26th Tough Mudder and one of my goals is to do 100 Tough Mudder, which hopefully might happen in the next few years. So look at the show notes below and get yourself registered and hopefully see you at the event. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is Download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out the Race Space Podcast across all leading platforms. And the Race Space Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gulf Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. 
If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, Let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. The global cryptocurrency market has actually gone down and it is at $1.38 trillion. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 1.68%. And the total cryptocurrency market volume gas since the last 24 hours is at $61.75 billion. And since the last 24 hours, it has actually gone up by 22.62%. Now, how do you read these numbers, guys? Because the price of Ethereum has gone down, it just means one thing that people are definitely going ahead and selling the Bitcoin and Ethereum. And even if you look at the 24-hour trading volume, the 24-hour trading volume of Ethereum has definitely pumped up because on an average given day, it used to be one quarter of Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume. But today, guys, it is almost at 70% of Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume. And unfortunately, guys, the power of fake news, particularly in the world of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, can have massive negative consequences, isn't it? And guys, I'll also go ahead and discuss where a lot of selling has been going on because looks like a lot of decentralized exchange has been used so far selling of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is concerned. But before that, guys, let's quickly run through the volume of DeFi because it is definitely crossed the $4 billion mark. As of now, it is at $6.64 billion and the total value locked, guys, is at $46.24 billion. And DeFi, as of today, is accounting for 10.44% of the total crypto market 24-hour trading volume. And so far as total value locked is concerned, guys, Lido is still dominating with $18.46 billion. And guys, one metric which I'm really liking for today is decentralized to centralized exchange dominance. And as of now, it is at 35.29%. Now listen, guys, keep an eye on this metric even tomorrow because as and when the CPI numbers are going to be out, I'm pretty much sure a lot of the decentralized exchange are going to be utilized in order to let's say go ahead and buy or go ahead and sell a lot of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now I wouldn't be surprised if the inflation numbers turn out to be ridiculously low. And if that happens guys, there is a very high possibility that the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies should be heading towards the moon, isn't it? Because we already have news regarding Bitcoin's body ETF. The inflation numbers in case they turn out to be good, that means that market sentiment is good. And also, guys, next year, there's Bitcoin halving as well, isn't it? But remember, guys, cryptocurrency is absolutely wild and completely unpredictable. Now, guys, let's quickly run through the 24-hour trading volume of decentralized exchange. And to be honest, guys, for the very first time in 2023, Uniswap has actually crossed the $2 billion mark. And as of now, it is at $2.11 billion. And look, guys, one trend which I've been observing, particularly since the last three months, is that on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Uniswap's volume tends to pick up pace. I really don't understand why that thing is happening. Earlier in the year or the first six months of this year, Uniswap's volume used to pick up pace. 
on a Sunday, which is on a weekend. So really, I'm not sure if centralized exchanges are trying to buy a lot of cryptocurrencies or doing trading using decentralized exchange. But it is a bit strange that they're doing it on a Tuesday or a Wednesday now. And because of that, the volume of Uniswap is definitely pumping up. Now, the number second so far as decentralized exchange is concerned is PancakeSwap. And in terms of dollar amount, it is $430.47 million. The third one is Lighter. In terms of dollar amount, it is $171.7 million. The fourth one, Gaza's Core Finance, at $162.52 million. And the number fifth is Thor Chain, at $148.48 million. Now, guys, let's quickly run through the volume of stable coins. Because to be honest, guys, the volume of stable coins is definitely increasing. And that is mostly because of the news surrounding Bitcoin Spot ETF, isn't it? And unfortunately, the fake news regarding Ethereum Spot ETF has definitely increased the volume of stable coins as well. Now, as of now, it is at $54.09 billion. And as of today, guys, stable coins is accounting for 87.60% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. And out of this $54.09 billion, Tether USDT is accounting for $45.06 billion, Circle USDC at $5.53 billion, and Binance BUSD guys at $589 million. Now, guys, let's quickly run through the market cap 24 hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now, look, guys, I'm pretty much sure when the CPR numbers are going to be out, it's going to significantly impact the market cap of Bitcoin in particular. Now, what are your predictions, guys? If the CPI numbers are extremely high and if the inflation numbers, let's say, is 5 or 6% or even higher, what are your thoughts? Will the market cap of Bitcoin go below the $700 billion mark or will it surpass the $725 billion mark? Mention your comments in the comment sections below. Because as of now, guys, 14th of November, the market cap of Bitcoin is $709 billion, whereas Ethereum is at $244 billion. If you look at the 24-hour trading volume, guys, and this is where the numbers are really interesting because Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is $19 billion and Ethereum is at $13 billion. And as I mentioned earlier, guys, on an average given day, Ethereum's 24-hour trading volume usually tends to be one-third of Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume. Now, so far as the dominance of Bitcoin and Ethereum is concerned, guys, Bitcoin's dominance is 51.20%, whereas Ethereum is 17.60%. Now, guys, in today's episode, let me run through the market cap of interoperability platform and the number one guys is Quant and if you look at its market cap, it is $1.22 billion and if you look at its token guys, it is at $101 and to be honest guys, when you talk about Quant, it has definitely been dominating so far as the market cap is concerned under the interoperability umbrella. The second one is ARK and in terms of market cap guys, it is at $263 million in terms of the price, it is only at $1.48. The third one, guys, is Moonbeam at $197 million. And in terms of the crypto or token, it is $0.249. cents. The fourth one is Synapse. In terms of market cap, guys, at $79.12 million. In terms of its token, it is at $0.41. Cents. And finally, guys, the number fifth is Keep Network at $64.43 million. In terms of its token, guys, it is only at $0.11. Cents. Now guys, before we look at the king of all kings, let me run through a protocol or project called as Alchemy Pay because they serve as a bridge between traditional and digital economies and they provide solutions that enable businesses, developers and consumers to seamlessly interact with both forms of currencies. So let me go ahead and break it down because so far as the payment solution provider aspect is concerned, Alchemy Pay offers a range of tools 
and services to businesses both online and offline to access payments in both fiat and cryptocurrencies and got so far as accessibility is concerned they're definitely available global and by supporting the acceptance of various currencies alchemy pay aims to make financial services accessible to people worldwide regardless of their economic or geographical background and so far as the market alignment is broader missions of cryptocurrencies which is to provide inclusive access to the global finance world isn't it so essentially cars alchemy pay is breaking down barriers and ensuring that people from diverse backgrounds can participate in the evolving financial landscape and guys what i really found interesting and unique about alchemy pay is that they have a seamless fund movement and alchemy pay achieves the smooth transfer of funds between traditional fiat and various cryptocurrencies by establishing connection with leading blockchain entities over the counter and cryptocurrency exchanges and even remittance companies globally as well and guys if you're a business or if you're a developer commercial businesses and developers can easily access alchemy pay services by integrating the payment channels and their APIs and other software as a solution services as well and to be honest guys this integration facilitates the acceptance of diverse form of payments supporting a more inclusive and flexible financial ecosystem so essentially guys in a nutshell alchemy pay is working to make coexistence of fiat and cryptocurrencies more practical and user friendly now guys let's look at the king of all kings that is bitcoin now as of now guys it is at 36000 $359 and since the last 24 hours it is marginally down by 1.59% and since the last 7 days it is up by 4.64% Ethereum guys is at $2032 and since the last 24 hours it is down by 1.14% but since the last 7 days it is up by 8.21% now look guys what did actually happen is that yesterday rumors circulating that BlackRock is buying quite a lot of Ethereum because of that the price of ethereum over a period of 7 days has definitely pumped up and i know a lot of youtube influencers or should i say cryptocurrency price influencers were actually claiming that the price of ethereum will cross the $4000 mark in just a matter of few days unfortunately guys none of these predictions turn out to be true isn't it but so far as the price of ethereum is concerned it is down by 1.14% binance bnb coin guys is at $243 since the last 24 hours it is down by 0.81% since the last 7 days it is down by 1.81% now guys let's discuss the fake news regarding XRP's ETF application and the application that was circulating was iShares XRP Trust and this is unfortunately fake news and Bloomberg ETF analyst Eric Balkanen mentioned via Twitter that news regarding BlackRock's registering to launch an XRP exchange traded fund is 100% fake news But what happened guys because of the fake news the price of XRP went soaring to 7% unfortunately guys the price of XRP is definitely on a downtrend now look guys I very specifically remember I did see news regarding that but I could not find information from the first source so I definitely did not cover that news in my crypto and coffee date podcast yesterday and that's one of the reasons why guys I often say we live in a world where having a lot of information is not important getting information from first sources and i'm pretty much sure a lot of the xrp influencers and other so called price influencers would have definitely stated that the price of xrp is definitely heading towards the moon isn't it unfortunately guys these were just 100% fake news now listen guys is so critical to understand particularly in the world of cryptocurrencies and even politics make sure that you look at information from first source And right now there's so much chaos going on in the Middle East. I'm pretty much sure you were aware about what I'm talking about. 
And to be honest guys, the community is divided. And what I find is a bit shocking is that the community is divided, mostly driven by fake news. So whenever you're looking at information, make sure you look at information from first source. Now guys, let's discuss some news regarding a Bitcoin exchange that is Swan Bitcoin. And they recently declared their decision to close accounts of users engaging with mixing services. And they have attributed this action to mounting pressures from banking institutions prompted by a proposal from the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network to heighten record-keeping obligations on such transactions. And Jan Pretzerek, the co-founder and CEO of Swan Bitcoin, stated that while the company itself has an open policy for allowing coin mixing as a privacy service, there is no way for on-ramping customers with fiat without connecting to qualified custodian banks. Now listen guys, this is a tricky situation, isn't it? Because to be honest, when you talk about a business, at certain stages they tend to become big and whenever there is regulations kicking in, you definitely have to comply with them. Let's assume guys they don't comply to them, they would be sanctioned and potentially get jail time as well, isn't it? So these are decisions that you definitely have to go ahead and make. Now regarding this news guys, a lot of the Bitcoin maximalists were definitely not happy about it. And the host of Bitcoin Takeover podcast did actually mention some really harsh words. Now I definitely don't want to say it because it does have quite a lot of cuss words in it. But his tweets are mentioned in the show notes below. Even Samurai Wallets, they definitely did not like this move from Swan Bitcoin. And what they actually stated in Twitter is that instead of mounting a defense, you preemptively complied. Absolute losers. Now look guys, it's really easy to bash these people. But imagine if you were faced with the situation what is it that you would do? I'm pretty much sure a lot of the Bitcoin maximalists will definitely go ahead and comply with it as well. Now guys, let's discuss some news regarding Ethereum ERC smart contract 4337. And to be honest guys, this is an unfortunate news. Now before we look at what the news is, let me very briefly explain what the ERC4337 smart contract is. Because essentially guys, ERC4337 standard was introduced unexpectedly on 1st of March during WalletCon in Denver and there was a hopeful outlook back then that smart contracts and Ethereum would quickly gain popularity. So essentially what the ERC-433 smart contracts does is it offers a way for users to skip using seed phrases and signing for specific transactions and the hopes were that this would eventually lead to overall improved user experience on blockchain compatible with ERC virtual machine. However guys, New data has been released, which actually states that hardly anyone is using ERC-4337. And in the show notes below, guys, I mentioned screenshots of a tweet, which does have fancy charts and diagrams, which actually states that monthly account retention has been terrible. So as ERC-4337 smart contracts is concerned, and to be honest, guys, they are absolutely terrible with just 6.89% of all the initial smart contracts, and they are stuck around for more than six months. So definitely, definitely not looking good, not just for the smart contract ERC4337, but definitely a negative news for Ethereum as well. Because the whole idea of implementing this was to make customer experience much more easier so that more people can go out and use it, but definitely a failed protocol. Now guys, let's discuss some news all the way from France. And crypto guys is the second most popular investment asset in France. And guys, there was a survey which was conducted at the request for the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development and they did that in the spring of this year. Now if you do want to read through the survey, the details are in the show notes below. Now according to the survey guys, 9.4% of the French population 
do actually hold crypto assets, which is only marginally lower than these holdings most popular type of investment assets, that is real estate funds, which actually accounts for 10.7%, so not much of a difference isn't it. And what is really unique is a further 2.8% of respondents do actually possess NFTs or non-fungible tokens. Now the survey also measured the group of new investors who have invested for the first time since the start of COVID-19 pandemic since March of 2020. Now the new investors were mostly men, which accounted for 64%, and they were significantly younger than traditional investors, with an average age of 36 versus 51 for the later category. So definitely interesting report. So those were the macro level news from the cryptocurrency world guys. Now let's look at two news from Dubai UAE and the Middle East. And the first news guys is that the Bank of Russia is planning to create digital ruble payment for systems with the UAE and both Russia and UAE regulators are prepared to work together on this project and the successful implementation is contingent on resolving the issue of client identification and client identification cause is considered a crucial prerequisite before establishing a functional payment system and the goal is to overcome the identification challenge to facilitate seamless transactions between citizens and businesses in both countries and Olga Skorobogotova believes that addressing client identification issues could lead to a full operational payment system just within a year and the collaboration gas between Russia and UAE is part of a broader effort to modernize and digitize financial systems and there was also a forum which took place between the 8th and the 10th of this month called as the Finopolis Forum where the announcement was actually made and Gaza Bank of Russia was actively involved in organizing the Finopolis Forum in partnership with IT and financial market experts and the forum served as a platform for discussing and advancing innovations in the financial sector. Gaza listen the collaboration reflects a strategic effort to strengthen financial ties and technological cooperation between Russia and UAE and Gaza the digital ruble is a key component of the country's joint vision for future financial interactions and this partnership signifies a commitment to fostering a more advanced and interconnected financial system and the timeline for achieving a fully operational system is estimated to be at least one year pending the resolution of client identification challenges it's going to be really interesting to see guys if they do go ahead and implement zero knowledge proof and listen guys this news has to do with central bank digital currency and there are three different types of cbdc's or central bank digital currency the first one is wholesale cbdc the second one is retail cbdc and finally guys it is MCBDC that is multiple CBDC and looks like this news is more to do with multiple CBDC isn't it. Now guys let's discuss second news and this is to do with Metaverse and Deva that is Dubai Electricity and Water Authority is partnering with tech giant Avaya on Metaverse customer experience in the UAE. So let me go ahead and explain more information regarding this collaboration cause the collaboration focuses on transforming Deva's customer care center into an integrated digital interactive hub and Avaya's products are the foundation for Deva's customer care center which is managed by Moro Hub which is a digital Deva subsidiary and the center is equipped with an interactive voice system powered by artificial intelligence and it will allow customers to access services 24 by 7 and Moro Hub guys was ranked among the top 3 Dubai government call centers in an assessment done by Dubai Model Center and Digital Dubai Authority and guys the partnership establishes Metaverse platform called as Devaverse platform facilitating customer communication and transactions in the Metaverse and Deva customers can now interact with the staff in the Metaverse to address inquiries and receive assistance as well and the Devaverse platform guys 
enhances customer engagement by providing a virtual space for interactions and transactions and a wireless technology enables the Deva customer center to offer a wide range of services through digital channels and the partnership guards aims to improve customer service by incorporating artificial intelligence driven solutions and digital payments and Deva's customer center is designed to be a one-stop solution for customer needs accessible through various channels as well and the metaverse integration allows customers to engage with Deva in a virtual environment for a seamless experience in Gaza Deva customer center is part of larger digital Dubai initiative focusing on digital transformation and so far as the Moro Hub is concerned, they are the managing entity and they definitely play a crucial role in the delivery of Deva's enhanced customer services. In Gazlis and the initiative aligns with broader goals of the Dubai government in enhancing digital infrastructure and services and a dynamic IVR that is interactive voice response system enables self-service options for customers, reducing the need for agent involvement and customers can now apply for services independently through the IVR, streamlining the process and increasing efficiency, and the partnership between Deva and Avaya represents a significant step in leveraging technology for improving customer experience in the UAE. So definitely brilliant news. So that's about all guys from Captain Coffee Read from Blockchain TXV. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to infoblockchaindxv.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxv.com. And also check out my website area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five-star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, there's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's get started with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain TXB. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series. EU listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have a question by GE who asks Do you think there are legal consequences of fake news? Now, to be honest, here, one of the natures of cryptocurrencies and open blockchain is it is designed in such a way that there is no central mediary or entity, isn't it? Because the transactions are technically supposed to take place peer to peer. Because there is no central entity, absolutely anyone can go out and put out fake news. But I'm really hoping there are some legal consequences. Let's take for instance, if there is an influencer who has got let's say 20 or 30 million users and if he or she does go out and put out a tweet stating that an XRP application has been filed with BlackRock and because of his tweet of a lot of followers do go out and buy a lot of XRP which most likely has happened, what would happen is his existing net worth in XRP would increase and he might just go out and sell a lot of the XRP, isn't it? So I'm pretty much sure there should be some legal consequences. And Jay, I also specifically remember on 1st of April, I believe it was 2019, with the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency were on a downfall. What happened is that there was someone who mentioned via Twitter that the US Security and Exchange Commission is having an emergency meeting and they want to go out and immediate Bitcoin spot ETF. And I very specifically remember because of that, the price of Bitcoin and Ethereum and the global cryptocurrency market did actually pump up and it has still been pumping up. Now what I'm thinking is let's say if you have X number of followers, you can definitely go out and put up these fake news and you already have an X number of tokens or cryptocurrencies and you definitely want to go out and create demand for these tokens, isn't it? And there are so many fake news, you know, Jay, 
particularly in the world of cryptocurrencies. I remember there was this massive news regarding Amazon accepting cryptocurrencies. And I very specifically remember in my Crypto and Coffee Date podcast, I did actually ask if this is legitimate news or if it is fake news. Because I believe the article was actually published in one of the mainstream medias stating that Amazon is accepting cryptocurrencies. But when I read through the article, it did not mention the name of the Amazon spokesperson. Rather, it just said, someone told the author that Amazon is accepting cryptocurrencies. Unfortunately, that did turn out to be fake news. And I also remember Apple's news going back to 2019 or 20. There was another fake news stating that Apple is going ahead and launching in VR. And I believe the article was written by someone from Bloomberg. And I did go ahead and ask him if this is an official news. And he said, no, it is his opinion. And eventually, that VR did not get released. But earlier this year, Apple went ahead and released an actual VR. So there are fake news such as this. But it's really critical to understand if a person is giving their opinion or if they're confirming some news. Now, I'm pretty much sure because there is some heavy manipulation in the price, there might be some legal consequences. And talking about fake news, you know, Jay, right now there is US election kicking in. And Nikki Haley is one of the presidential candidates. What she wants to do is, for all the social media accounts, she wants a verified ID for each account. Now, she is not saying that your actual name should be the username. So you can use, let's say, a dummy name, call yourself Satoshi Nakamoto. But when you're creating this account, you have to go ahead and provide a fully validated ID. Because if, let's say, there's some fake news such as the XRP ETF, you could be held accountable for. Now, really, I'm not sure even if these Republicans will support her. But that is one of the thoughts which has been circulating right now. Maybe what social media giants or social media and the blockchain was what they can do is maybe implement zero-knowledge proof. Now, very specifically, remember a field project by Dan Latimer called as EOS. What he tried to do is he tried to do verification. And one of the reasons why they wanted to go ahead and do that was to combat fake news. But unfortunately, fake news such as this will exist now, personally, I do feel that there might be some legal consequences, but we'll just have to wait and see. So that's about all, guys. I'm the Ask Editing Series on Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to unfurtblockchaindxp.com. Check out my website, www.blockchaindxp.com. And also check out my other website, area2071.com, that talks about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five-star rating, and share the word across. And guys, remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., we have Crypt and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse, and other series of episodes on the Crypt and Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world, the other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Editing series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So thanks so much for listening guys and have a nice day. Bye bye.